Welcome to Real Estate Daily with your guru, Rod Barker. It's great to, great to see everybody. Send me a message inside the system saying, you know, that you're able to log in and you're able to see the show. And what would you like to be hearing about? I mean, the show really is about the current news, what's going on, growing your business, tips and tricks of the trade, how to do the business. And it's really all about us as agents. Uh, I My location, by the way, is in Troutdale, Oregon. And these are either being taped from location in Troutdale or, or in my, my home studio, which is just a few miles away from there, but generally the Troutdale area. And I hope everybody's doing well this morning. So news of this morning, it's a little crazy right now looking at the Northwest MLS news and the RMLS news. So look at the local MLSs, which are very similar to the rest of the nations right now as I surf, surf around looking at the news, that the prices of homes are continuing to soar up when it comes to the listing prices. Now, the sales price, the actual sold price, also up, but not nearly, not nearly as high as the listing price. So as agents, we continue to post something that is more representative of the growth model we were seeing during, during mid-summer. And that listing has continued through, through the data to show that we've continued to grow our listings as far as price-wise that way. But the actual sold price has definitely come down just a touch, not a lot. Now, I'm not talking down overall for the year. I'm talking about slightly down from what it was just, you know, a month ago. So let's, let's you know, keep this all in check in reality that uh, sold prices continue to go up for the year in a lot of areas. We're still looking at double-digit growth, certainly high single-digit for the whole Northwest area. It's absolutely insane. All of the economic forecasts that we're looking at right now are showing a model of constant growth throughout the year 2022, which will be entering. Wow. I mean, this is incredible. This is this December 7th. Of course, it is, an, it is the 80th anniversary. I want to recognize that for our soldiers, our military. I'm so thankful for what they have done for us. The bombing of Pearl Harbor, World War II, and they have a get-together there at, at this point. I believe there are 40 that are still able-bodied enough to be there that they were able to get a hold of at this point. But that group certainly aging. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for saving freedom for us. That is just incredible. So outside, outside of that, back to real estate. Real estate is just this amazing thing right now that we are looking at another phenomenal year of 2022. I'd like to know in the comments, what are you planning to open up 2022 with? What are you doing right now to open 2022? I can tell you this, we are looking back at all of our data. Me, the agents, the, the people I'm coaching, we're looking back at all of our data and recapturing those that we left behind for whatever reason, whether it's a buyer that wasn't able to buy something at that point in time, 
or a seller that simply failed in a sale for whatever reason. There can be lots of reasons that sales fail. It's not just a price situation. Often we say, well, lower the price fixes everything. Maybe. I've definitely got some examples we could go over in coaching where price really wasn't the fix. It was other things. I'm dealing with something right now that it's an easement problem. It's not a price problem. It's priced below market currently, but it's an easement problem. Neighbors, difficult to get them to sign off. Not that, not that there's no evil party going on here. It's really an understanding of what's happening with, with, with the neighbors. And that can happen absolutely anywhere. So... Zoning rules changing, lots of changes across the Northwest in zoning rules and municipalities and how they're handling these things. In Oregon, of course, our the governor signing in another 90-day moratorium on, on writ relief and evictions. This is land-breaking because of, of how it, the treatment is to people who own a home and the difficulty in dealing with selling something that has a tenant in it. Now, there are certainly ways of eviction that that, that can, can be prompted and gone through. We're not going through that today, but in the future, we can certainly go through the eviction, the, the multiple different eviction procedures that are out there. Very difficult for most people. But in Oregon, the 90-day moratorium continues, and it is probably a needed thing. It's difficult to look at it, of course. There are many ways of looking at it. One certain way to look at it is from the rights of the property owner themselves and their ability to maintain the property in the way they want it maintained. And I'm not talking about the landscaping. I'm talking about the ownership rights and moving forward and, and receiving rent from the people. Now, Oregon has put into the bill that as the property owner, you can put in for relief of this and get paid 100%. Now, last year, early on, it was 80%, but that got changed over to a hundred percent on the rent relief. So the tenant says they'll pay $1,500 instead of receiving 80% of that, which I personally believe was a property rights taking. Now that has changed whether the owner of the property renting it will receive the full rental amount from the state of Oregon in really if the person qualifies, if they can qualify through the, the different COVID or other standards that are out there that allow for this. That's big breaking news for, for Oregon that is extending this yet another 90 days. Now, where will the funds come from? We don't know. We're still not certain. And we, of course, we know that in Oregon last year in the legislature, there, there was the, the right to rest bill. The right to rest bill, big, 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 big changes there if it would have gone through. Now, I am personally thankful it did not go through, uh, at, at least in its current form. The right to rest would have allowed people to put a tent up on public properties 
and stay. And if you tried to remove them, there would be a fine against you for even attempting to remove them unless you had a place for, the, for them to go to that was at least as good or better. And lots of conditions in the bill. This did not end up going through. So I want to make sure that people understand the right to rest bill did not go through. Also, federally, the 1031 program, which is the tax exchange program, was looked at by the Biden administration to have been sunsetted and, and end. But that also did not happen. Good lobbying on, on that effort. That really would have uh, rolled up a lot of investors' sleeves to what would they do next on properties if they couldn't do a tax 30, a 1031 tax exchange for it. Because th those are big dollars if you're looking to upgrade yourself to a better investment, put more money into the economy to help our economy, and instead have to pay it to Uncle Sam on, on, on huge taxes when you're really looking to help the economy. So tax news all over the place for sure. Legislative news going on, no, no question about that. I'd like to know how some of these things are impacting you. I will get back to everyone who posts a comment. Please post something. Let me know how are these things impacting your business. If it's a local municipality ruling, let me know of that. If it's a statewide municipality or statewide ruling, let me know of that. Are you being impacted by this rent relief problem? And how so? Let's start documenting how each of us are impacted by this rent relief problem as property owners, which at any point in time, property owners can, of course, become, uh, you can become a renter yourself. In fact, you might be both. You might be a property owner of something you're, you're renting, and you yourself might be a renter. There's good reasons for that. You may not. You may choose to not live in the property you actually own, and so you could be on both sides of this coin, and that makes, of course, choices very difficult for you. And I'd like to hear from you as how how are you balancing these choices? How is this going on? And what, what do you look forward in, legis in legislation next? How is that going to impact you? So under, under the guideline of tips and tricks in the industry, I'd like to know how many of you are receiving coaching currently? I am a personal believer that everyone needs some kind of sounding board, whether that's professional coaching or, or otherwise. But coaching is an important thing to be going through, whether it's a sounding board with your parents or a colleague or your, your business itself supports something, the business you're working for supports some in-house coaching. How are you moving your personal business forward? With all the changes going on in the news and everything happening, we also have to stay up to speed with our own education and our own ability to connect with the market. The market is moving like crazy. 
We are coming to another year in January where we're heading for spring. I mean, I know it's winter now, so it's hard to think about it. But we're heading to spring as fast as we can, and the market is looking for another year of extreme growth. How are you preparing yourself to grab this market? Now, I will tell you on a personal note, at 10 a.m. today, I'm putting on a Grow Your Business clinic. It is a free clinic. You can get to it on my webpage at yourrealestateguru.com. That's your, and the little minus sign, your dash, realestateguru.com. So your dash realestateguru.com. Now, going through this clinic, we're going to show you how to write a prescription for success, a prescription for buyers, a prescription for sellers. We're going to get into depth on this, on growing your personal real estate business. This is a free clinic, one that we would normally sell through a course, but I am very interested in helping every broker out there with education and minimum skill sets to grow your business substantially. Inside this market, you need to know how to aggressively go after buyers and sellers and how to appropriately, through these means, go after them. Of course, I would like to know how you're doing it. We have our suggestions on how to do it, and we are all learning together. I firmly believe, and you hear me say it lots of times, that all ships rise in the harbor together, that nobody has to have a sinking ship. We can all continue to rise together. But how you're doing it personally versus how we're doing it can be different. I have agents on my team that absolutely believe it is a social media animal to go after. And that is the animal they're going after to, to, to slay and, and sell a house to and or sell their home and, and work with. And that's terrific. If that's where you want to head, social media is terrific. I am, I am a believer that you cannot avoid social media. Social media, by the way, has always existed. It's always been out there. It used to be called newspapers. It used to be called granges. It used to be called town meetings and people just getting together. Now we think about social media as, of course, on the computer. And it is. These other things still exist to some level. But the Facebooks, the Googles, the Twitters, Instagrams, all, all of these products that are out there, they're huge. They're absolutely huge. By the way, let, let, let me go back here real quick. In, in the area of news, Zillow, I for, forgot to mention, Zillow has huge news going on right now. Talk about a market upheaval. They're going down their, their offers program, their buyers and offers program, but now they've decided to lay off over 20% of their industry employees in their industry because they are dumping the buyer's program. It did not work for them. It didn't work for them probably for lots of reasons, but number one is 
your ability to connect with the buyers and sellers on a personal level and sell the home for more money was unachievable through the program settings that they had implemented. And they simply weren't able to achieve the goals that they wanted through that program is what I suspect as, 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 as your real estate guru. I have not spoken directly to Zillow about this, of course. I've only read their articles. And it is amazing all of a sudden to see a multi, multi-million dollar, probably billion dollar industry step away from something so large that they had planned for. And now they've decided this is not a path that they're going to be going down. My prediction is we are going to see more of this happen with other large industries that have went down similar pathways of trying to kind of do the wholesale market of selling homes instead of individual. Well, let me tell you, real estate is individual. Never forget it. Real estate is individually based. It is personal based. It's what you like about it. It's what I like about it. It is individual relationship based. Understanding the needs of the buyer. Understanding the needs of the seller. On the buyer side, understanding that they why they need a three-bedroom home versus a two-bedroom with, with three baths, possibly. The, the, the rare one that would be out there. <laughs> understanding the needs of a school district and an area they want to be in specifically, and not just that they need a three-bedroom, two-bath home, but they need it in a particular area, a bounded area with particular things around that you can help negotiate for them. That puts your skills top notch, number one. You know, we're one of the very few industries, probably not the only industry, but one of the very few industries that give away all of our labor and expect to be paid after the fact. Most industries have retainers. I'm also a real estate attorney. Most industries have retainers. People pay up front. You're holding some kind of money or you completely buy the service or product up front. But it's our relationship with the buyer and seller that allows for this relationship so deep that we don't get paid until it's all over. Heard someone say uh, the other day that, uh, can you lower my commission? And, and the response was, are you kidding? Until, until this deal closes, I'm free. And, I, and it just really made me uh, smile because that's true. Until a deal closes for most of us, we're free. I'm not saying that you're working for free, <clears throat> but until something closes, we generally in the industry, we generally don't get paid for what we're doing. And that is, that is incredible. 
as I applaud you as an industry to be doing this because you're really putting yourself out there in a very vulnerable manner. So vulnerable, you're willing to put your gas, your time, your efforts, your printing, your expenses. You're willing to put these things out there and you really may not get paid. However, we know through the relationship, and this was the problem I, that I see with these larger wholesale type companies. They didn't maintain the relationship because they couldn't wholesale a relationship. The relationship that builds your business. At 10 o'clock today, we're going to be talking about writing a prescription for a buyer. You don't, if you go to your medical doctor, you don't write a prescription without a relationship with your doctor. They have to get to know you. They probably need to run tests on you. They probably need a blood draw of some sort, as well as other types of tests. And then comes the prescription after they get to know you. Same thing with us in this industry. We get to know our buyers and our sellers intimately. We get to know their families, their children, why they're moving somewhere, why they're wanting to buy in a particular area, why that's important. We just don't show up and, and open a door, as many people have said, oh, well, you, your value is just opening the door. That That is, I'm sorry for the people who think that. That is not true about the industry. That is not true about your skill sets. That is not true about your education. And it's not valuing you as a professional to ever think that. Do not think that your value is opening a door because it's not. Your value is as a professional negotiating a deal for the family. And as a, for a buyer, it's putting them into a home of their dreams. And for a seller, it is selling the home appropriately to get the best price possible so that family can move on to either the next home of their dreams or wherever they're needing to go with those funds. Dealing with motivation, of course, is imperative. And understanding motivation, we're going to have, and we, we, we certainly are going to deal with this at 10 o'clock, understanding motivation and getting deep into motivation for people is incredibly important. It's not just surface level stuff. This is why you are a professional. This is why you can do it. This is why this industry is for you and why you're making a living and building a business towards it. Because I look forward to seeing you at 10 o'clock when we go over building your business through prescription. Don't miss it. This is a free clinic. Absolutely a free clinic on building your business through writing prescriptions for buyers and sellers. That's it. That is so important. Of course, we have other coaching products 
through your real estate guru. And we have a product called Kickstarter. We're just getting ready to kick our Kickstarter, if you will, getting ready to kick our entire new course called Kickstarter. If you're looking to grow your business, by the way, and you have limited or no clients right now, and you could have been in the industry for years and years and years, that's okay. It happened. Lots of people hang out in this business for lots of years. Don't be embarrassed by it. Lots of people hang out in this industry for lots of years selling zero to two a year. And they're just kind of hanging out. But now they realize, I can do this business. And you can, let me tell you, let me encourage you, you can do this business. I am able to do this business. I'm blind and I can, I didn't start this business until after becoming blind. I can do it. You can do it. Of course you can do it. Now I didn't buy my first house at 19 years old. And I tell that story in, in, in other settings. And I wasn't blind during that period of time. That didn't, blindness didn't happen until about 31 years old, which has been a long time ago now, <laughs> unfortunately. But I did buy my first house at 19 years old, and that, and I couldn't get a, a place to mortgage me. I had to go and find a private investor that was willing to take a risk on a 19-year-old kid. And it turned out well for all of us, and that's terrific. But back to the Kickstarter course. We're getting ready to launch a Kickstarter course that is absolutely focused. It is focused at building your business as fast as possible. If you're looking to put people into your pipeline and build your business and get closings in the next 45 days, the Kickstarter program is absolutely for you. Don't miss the Kickstarter program. It is an entire series of units to go through. Yes, it's lots of work. You don't show up to, to this industry not having to do work. Unlike what many people think about our industry, that you just show up and you op open up a door and then you collect $10,000. It, it's not like that at all. And, and, it's, and I know those of you listening, it, it's funny because it's just not that way at all. You show up to the industry and there's lots of education and lots of work and where you will earn your every dollar is in your professional ability to negotiate on behalf of your client. Negotiate for price, conditions, repairs, closing dates, many other addendums, putting that contract together. It's not easy. As people would begin to let you think, oh, this is all easy. It's all turnkey. It's no big deal. It's a big, big deal. Kickstarter will absolutely put clients into your pocket for closings so you can build your business where it should be for you and your family. Okay, so lots of news going on. This show goes on, by the way, every day. Today is the inaugural. I've been doing the show for a while, but not on a daily, 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 daily basis. So the show goes on every day at 7.30 a.m. It's a live show with the occasional retaping, re of course, that maybe I have to go to a conference or something like this. But it is a daily show, 7.30 to 8. It's only 30 minutes. We have to move through things rapidly because it's a limited time frame show. 
but we've moved this over to a daily because there's so much going on in the industry. We are in winter now, headed towards the hottest part of our fiscal year as realtors that we ever have, which is spring. 90 days from now, we will be hitting the hottest time that we've ever had in, in the industry once again, and that is springtime where people start looking at putting their homes on the market and moving them forward with the great hope of selling. And I want those homes to be in your pocket and you as the lister, and I want you to be also representing the thousands of buyers that are out there. You know, In this industry, we, t we tend to think of the listings because we are in a listing problem, aren't we? I don't have time to talk about that today. We are in a listing problem. This is a seller's market, which means there is limited listings and there are thousands of buyers. Don't worry, in the future, years from now, it'll turn around and we'll be in a buyer's market again, which every market has its advantages. Right now, we have limited listings. You guys, I will see you tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. for The Daily Show, for the Real Estate Daily, with your guru. And I will see you at 10 a.m. today for the free clinic on building your business. Talk to you soon. Time to win, you guys.